0: To a Burst of Hope podcast with your co-hosts, Kim Stanley and Martha Wilson, who couldn't use a little hope, encouragement, and inspiration. Tune in every week as we share heart-to-heart conversation with other hope seekers. Join us at the table for real talk that will meet you right where you are. So go ahead, press pause on worry, overwhelm, and crazy, and breathe in God of Hope. Hello, dear friends. We're so glad you're with us today for an episode of A Burst of Hope. We're grateful to be here at the table, Martha and I, and we have a very dear friend with us today. It's Peggy Dobbs. And, you know, we were talking before that this week is, you know, we're already here in the week of Thanksgiving, and you're going to hear some amazing amazing stories today. Peggy is just a a wonderful, wise woman of God. And you're going to get to know the Peggy Dobbs that we all know and love as she just shares her God stories. And I think it's so timely that we do that this week, that we just all would take time to stop, to pause, to recall, to remember, to bring back to our mind what God has done for us, what he is doing. So we hope, friends, that you will be spurred on to count your own million little and big miracles in your own lives. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a great conversation Me today.
1: Kim, <laughs> can you believe that it actually worked out this Aww. way? Peggy, you've been telling us for weeks that you just have so much in your heart that mm-hmm. you want to give away and you know we we took a minute to determine if it was for the podcast or for our weekly gathering of women at mm-hmm. Touching Hearts, but I can't believe that it actually turns out to be on the week of Thanksgiving, the week after Thanksgiving, and how appropriate is that? And it just makes me think about a verse in Psalm 71. It says, I will tell of your goodness. All day long I will speak of your salvation, though it is more than I can understand. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will proclaim your goodness and yours Mm -hmm. alone. You have taught me ever since I was young And I still tell of your wonderful acts. I love it. And I just feel like Peggy with you at the table that that verse just describes what you're longing to do, what's in your heart. And so thank you for being willing to share your God stories, your God encounters with us. So take it away, girl. I know you are ready to go.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, this, this story is very near and dear to my heart. And it's about my husband. Who is gone to be with Jesus now, and and through this thing that happened with my husband, God has given me all these years since then a well to draw from, mm-hmm. and it's what I watched happen mm-hmm. to my husband through this this time in his life. He he uh, fell and hurt his back really bad, and he had to have back surgery and. So after the back surgery, it wasn't such a successful surgery, and he was in pain. And you know, he started out, they gave him pain pills, and he would take those things, and he just couldn't deal with it. He didn't like the way it made him feel. So they said, Well, there's nothing else we can do. You know, you're just that's you hear of bad back surgery mm, stories. Yes. Well, his was one of them, and so he suffered a lot, and there. There became a time when uh, I began to notice that he would say, I have to lay down, and he would go and lay down. It, he had to get off of his feet and lay on his back. And when he laid down, it was like almost within a minute or two, he would be in a state of like being in a coma. And I use that word because I don't know how to tell you. He he just went out. He lay down, closed his eyes, And then I was in the bedroom when it was happening one day. And as he laid there, just a couple of minutes after he laid down in his arm, he put his arm up in the air as though praising God. Mm -hmm. And he said, thank you for always coming and taking my pain away. Mm -hmm. And he would talk to Jesus Mm -hmm. and Jesus would be there with him. And I could tell what Jesus was saying by what my husband would say to him. Mm. And he would say, thank you. And he said, but I never see your face, do I? But one day we all will. Mm. And he would talk about, he would be breathless. And he would say, oh, how beautiful it is here. And oh, just look at all the lilies out there. And and he would say, the air is so fresh. And he said, I'm so Happy to be with you, and I don't want to go back. I want to stay here with you forevermore. And, and whatever Jesus would say, it must have said to him, well, it's not your time, because he would say, I know, I know, that I've got to go back, but I want to stay with you. And he described these beautiful things, and he, he had to be in heaven with the Lord. The Lord was there with him. And this would go on for maybe 15 or 20 minutes, these conversations with Jesus. And I wouldn't know what to do except I'd just get down on my knees beside the bed because I knew I was in the presence of the Lord even though I couldn't see Him with my eyes. And when my husband came out of that, when he woke up, he was pain-free and he would never remember it. He never remembered the encounters. And these happened time and time again. This went on for over a year. And I would watch for it. And whenever I'd see him go lay down, you know, I would go and listen. And I've often wondered, why didn't I record this? But I wasn't supposed to. You know, I just wasn't. And I never knew when it was going to happen. But he was always talking to Jesus. And like one time, my, my dad had passed away. And it was after that and he was talking to the Lord and he said, will you help Peggy? Will you give her strength? Because I don't have any strength to give her right now Mm -hmm. to help me through that time. Mm -hmm. So uh, God, there came a time that, like I said, this went on for months and months and months. And then to show me that this was real, God caused something to happen. And backing up a moment, with the church we went to, there was a little lady, and her name was Granny Holiday. Mm-hmm. And she lived uh, near the church that we went to in Forest Park. And she would walk around all over Forest Park pushing a grocery buggy. Mm-hmm. And she would carry her Bible, and she'd say, I got Jesus on the main line. That was oh her saying. Gosh. And she was, people thought oh, she was crazy, but she wasn't. And so she lived probably two and a half or three miles from church. So my husband and I made it our ministry that we would pick her up on Sundays and take her to church and take her back home and on Wednesday nights too. And so we got to know her really well, you know. And she would uh, talk about, it. she said, I know people think so, I'm crazy, but she said, I just love Jesus. And she said, He's the one that keeps me safe when I'm walking on these streets and I'm crossing the street because I got Jesus on the mainland. And she <laughs> could hold that Bible up. It. So. Uh-huh. And she was just such a precious soul. So I tell you about her, to, to, now I'm going to share how God showed me. Okay. So. There came a time when we went to visit my daughter. My little first little granddaughter was born, and Charlie and I went over there to visit. And he had, he had one of the spells where he was hurting so bad he had to lay down. So my daughter witnessed this with me and he talked about heaven you know talking to Jesus again i could tell he was in heaven his when he would see something it would be like oh martha look over there at that beautiful flower or oh you know it was it was like just this glorious and and he never wanted to come back he would always say i want to stay with you i don't want to go back so on this particular day my daughter was listening, and it was happening. And he said, "Look over there. There's Herman. Now that's my daddy. That was my daddy's name." He said, "Look over there. There's Herman, and he's not all been over anymore. And there's Jesus on the main line." Oh, wow. Well, it just so happened that Granny Holiday had passed away that day, but we didn't oh, know it. My. We had not heard about it. So I know that he he was seeing heaven. I knew it was there. And my daughter witnessed that. Mm -hmm. Well, what that showed me was, remember, I told you that he never remembered any Mm -hmm. of those things. Never, as I would ask him, no, I don't remember that. Mm -hmm. And at one point in time, during those months, he saw an angel. Mm -hmm. And he said, I just saw an angel. And I said, well, describe it to me before you forget. And he said, well... He said it was like a, like a translucent shape of a, of a person with long hair, translucent. And <clears throat> he said, but the face is so bright that I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these, this, this was just God showing me by the granny holiday thing that what I had witnessed was real, that my husband really went through this. And what I've learned from it, look, look, God is with us when we don't know He's with us. The whole time, all of those times, and this happened numerous times, my husband never knew that it happened. He never remembered any of it, Mm -hmm. and yet God was with him every time he needed, every time he was suffering. Jesus was there. Mm -hmm. So how many times is he with us when we don't know it? You know, we're Mm -hmm. not realizing he's there. We're not realizing he's nurturing us and helping us. And all these years, and this was many years ago, 30, 31, something like that. All of these years that we go through things in life and we don't know he's there and he is there. Mm -hmm. And it's just... Yes. What a powerful Beautiful. thought, Peggy. Because,
1: you know, that's like God out of the box. Because mm-hmm. we have an understanding yes. of who God is and how He acts and what heaven's like and all that. And we never know, and we don't. We don't question the encounters no. that a person has. And you looked on. I wrote down when you were talking like a peek into heaven. Yes, it's like he he saw and he experienced and. And he came out from that with a touch from God. But God, all these years later, you say 30-something years, all these years later, and to see just the joy and the wonder on your face and hear it even in your voice. And you said at the beginning that this became a well to you. Yes. And and how is that?
2: Whenever I get down and out, whenever my problems overcome me, or, you know, you just get... Lord, how am I going to make it? I remember this. And I remember His faithfulness. Just because I'm crying out and praying for something and I'm not seeing it does not mean that He's not there. Does Amen. not mean that He does not hear. Amen. Does not mean that He does not care. Amen. It, Amen. He works things the way He works things. But He's with us. Yeah. He Amen. never leaves us. And, and I go back to that and I remember you were so faithful, Lord. And you're faithful now. He's Amen. faithful now to us. Every day, even when we don't see it, He's with us. He's always with us. And I want to share with you about when God called me. Mm -hmm. And this was, do you believe? I believe everything that happened in the Bible, that's written in the Bible, back in the biblical days, that don't mean God don't act now. That doesn't mean that God can't do everything He did back then, He can do now. He, Mm -hmm. He didn't stop. He didn't say, okay, I've done this. Now I'm God, but I'm not going to do any more. That's right. Mm-hmm. So That's God right. visited me in a dream. Mm-hmm. And even though it was a dream, it was real. And I know it was God. And I, it, it, it's, just, it's just awesome. <laughs> and I have to share this with you. This was many years ago. And I was teaching Sunday school at the time. And I wanted to find a new study for my Sunday school class. But before that, I had had a dream. And it was a little while, several months before that I went looking for this thing I got. So, anyway, uh, in a dream, God came to me. And it came to me, it was like I was in this place in space. In other words, it was like space, there was no light. And I was just there. It wasn't a floor or a ceiling. And I was totally unafraid. It was just, I was just in space. I'm going to call it that. Mm-hmm. And out from me, there was a mist coming toward me. And this mist would look like the shape of a tornado, kind of larger at the top mm-hmm. and smaller at the bottom and kind of a swirl. And it was filled with what looked like diamonds, just mm-hmm. sparkling. And when that mist covered me, I have never felt such a feeling of completeness. I would have never needed another drop of water, another morsel of food. I would have never needed anything. The love that I felt, the fulfillment that I felt, I cannot describe. I cannot put it into words. And it was the Lord. And He spoke to me. And He called me by name. And He said, Peggy. I have something for you to do, and that was it. that's all I remember of it. and mm-hmm. so you know the next morning I thought, God, that wasn't a dream that was real. I really and the feeling that I felt, the completeness that I felt was like indescribable and the I could have stayed there for eternity. I truly mm-hmm. could have. And I got up the next morning and I thought, Lord, and I thought, I got to tell somebody. So I went to my mother and she lived with me and I told her about it. And she just kind of looked at me and kind of rolled her eyes like, well, you you know, you don't, you're you're just goofy. (laughs) And it kind of burst my bubble. Mm -hmm. You know, I I walked away just like like Mm -hmm. you had wilted me, you know, and just thought, well, Maybe, maybe that wasn't anything, you know, but I just felt so good. But anyway, so I kind of time went on and I forgot about it, you know, and went on down to living life. And I was teaching Sunday school back then. And so I thought, well, I'm going to go and find something at the Christian bookstore, a new study to teach my class with. So I went in the Christian bookstore and I was walking and I love Ann Graham Lotz. Mm-hmm. I love her teachings. So, um, I'm walking down the aisle, and in front of me, staring me in the face was this box. Oh. And on the front of this box, it's got a swirl of, a mist of diamonds. Wow. And it's got, look what is on it, God's God's story. God's story. And I knew, as soon as I saw it, God just jumped that out at me. And what He wanted me to do was tell his story. And he just started downloading into my brain. And Martha, you've heard me talk about creation. You've heard me talk about seeing the earth from space. And that whole, this is where that came from. God told me to do this. And I did it for years. You know, in so many places. And I just, that was... An encounter with God mm. that, you know, I, I'll never forget. Mm, I love it,
1: Peggy. I love it. Let's camp out here for yeah, just okay. a minute on yes. this one. Yes. It's almost
0: I, too, it's amazing, almost too holy for words. And yet, yeah, you, it's undeniable how God spoke to you. And I'm looking at the picture right here. And it, it looks mm-hmm. exactly like you described what you saw, the mist mm-hmm. and the diamonds mm-hmm. and 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 oh, the words over it are God's story mm-hmm. and that he called you to that yes. and what Jordan must have it. had to to see that
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then obedient to to do it to carry it out and tell a story and I, I loved love it. it and
2: it, you know he I, he communicates with me yeah. in nature i go outside and i'm sitting in the yard and i'm out there in the world in that world is his creation which i love and he, that's when he downloads to me. That's when he tells me things, you know, whatever. I might be writing something, and he gives me something to write mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Well, that it's obvious that this is
1: I, impacted you so much. So as you're telling it, mm-hmm. I'm recalling the story of this happening. But Peggy, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think I realize that this study and this experience is where your love of God's creation mm-hmm. and the passion mm-hmm. And, you know, I've told you numerous times before, and Kim, you've experienced it likewise, when Peggy starts praying, yeah. and she starts praying to the God of all creation. Mm-hmm. And she, she'll she even start describing animals or the flowers or mm-hmm. the sunrise, the sunset, whatever. And and you just get captured by it, mm-hmm. that that's our God. Yeah. And so that still lives Mm -hmm. on in you and in a heartbeat he took you so the experience I can definitely see how that would stay Mm -hmm. with you and then I wanted to say something too about you know when you shared with your mom because you know I think I've been in mom's position a lot of times in my life Mm -hmm. where that story just sounds crazy that's Mm -hmm. not the god I know and you know it's so easy to burst somebody's bubble. Yeah, uh, is how you said it. But really, just it's doubting and questioning the way someone has experienced mm-hmm. God. Yes, and yet we cannot deny a God who works in ways outside of a box, <laughs> and He wants to show us Himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, and you've got the box. picture of the vision on a box. Yes but God cannot be boxed in. Mm-hmm. And God is not crazy. God is not weird. God is not, mm-hmm. you know, he's definitely out of the box and he longs to show himself to us any way he so chooses.
2: Oh, I love that. <laughs> he does. And there's another main encounter with him that i have share with you if I have time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was when I... This is beyond this God story time when He brought that to me, but I was on a mission trip in uh, in El Salvador, and this is when God called me into the, into this part of the, my ministry, and uh, we were at a. Little place where we're visiting, a family, and they lived very poor down there. And to get into this family's little household, you had to cross a ditch, go through some weeds and bushes. And they lived under a tree, and they had pieces of tin and the tree limbs, you know, to help with their roof. And they had just whatever they had to make a make a makeshift wall. Yeah. And that's how they lived. And all their clothes was like in a little baby uh playpen thing that's where they kept their clothes and anyway in this place that we were visiting there was an old man and he was sitting on a cot and as we went in visiting with the the lady that we i had met and that's we went to her home is what it was so we walked over to this old gentleman and uh he looked um he looked ragged and he looked dirty you know, and so we're over there, these little godly women. You know, and, and he couldn't see us; he was blind. But he, mm. he, you know, we talked to him. And so, like when uh, when I started to talk to him, you know, and and uh, where I would might embrace you, I barely, I touched him on the shoulder, because I was thinking, oh, if I touch him, I might catch something. Mm. You know, well. And that, in a split second, when I made that touch, God pushed me to my knees mm. my I went to the floor, and my i land, I went down mm. on my knees, and what God did to me was pierced my heart. It's like he took a knife and cut it, mm. and He said, "Love him with my arms, mm. love him the way I love him." Mm. And I put my arms around that, old man. Mm-hmm. And he just wept, oh, and he goodness. just hugged me, and it was like life was poured into him. And God changed me that day. And what he did was from then on, wherever I went, when do these I mostly work with women. And I would go into these groups, and there would be a woman, and she would see me and come running to me and in my arms, crying. And it happened all the time. And what he did was showed me how to love, showed me how to give the love that he gives. You know, it's different from us. And that's how my ministry started, of, of working with women and going on mission trips and all the things that I do is mm-hmm. because of what He did to me that day. He humbled me mm-hmm. and showed me it doesn't matter who you are. Everybody needs love. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yes, yes, they
1: do. I, yes. I call, always called it the ministry of her, Peggy's yes. hugs, yes. and it's really God's hugs. And I witnessed the transformation in you, Peggy, mm-hmm. and the power that comes through a hug and My goodness, it's not just the physically dirty and messy, and you might get a disease or something. You know, everybody needs love. And we can withdraw from need and messy Mm -hmm. and not want to get involved and get close to it, and yet He calls us, He calls us Mm -hmm. to the needy and the broken and the messy, because what else is there? Right. That's right. Who we all are. <laughs> and that's how we all are. <laughs> yes. Oh.
0: Yeah. Wow. Peggy. I, I remember that story. I remember the first time you shared that. You you came and shared mm-hmm. it with us, touching hearts, and made a huge impact. And, and you can see that it, it changed you. But to hear it again fresh, it's just, you could hear the emotion in her voice. It's like fresh and new every time. And that's been years. years so that's ago. just a. You know confirmation that when God, when you encounter God in such a way, when He reveals Himself like He is so obviously in all of your stories, that that stays with you. That it stays does. with you, and that transformation continues to pour itself out, and manifest in the way that you love other people, the way you have, the way you uh, you live your day to day life.
2: You know, He does. He'll do quick little things for you too. Yes. (laughs) One time I was driving home real late one night and it was out all country roads, no gas stations around or anything. And I looked at my gas tank and I was below empty. And here I am driving down this road. It was after midnight and I started praying. I was desperate. (laughs) My <laughs> God, please don't let me run out of gas. Please, Lord, get me home safe. <sighs> and I watched my gas needle go up. Oh, man. So Ooh. you know what? I I just I believe God gave me some gas. <laughs> yeah. just saying, he will answer you in a split second, you it. know. Yes. And, oh, and there's just been so many times in my life that, that I've drawn from the things that he's let me encounter and see, you know. Yeah. And I'm still on that journey. Yeah. And it's good.
1: And you know, Peggy, we just sometimes we all need to just look back and take time to write down, like you have, some of those stories and encounters with God. And if you'll hang with us, we would love to. It, it, expand this to next week's podcast also and um, I know Kim and I are going to take advantage of you being at the table and just ask you some questions and um, how do we live life like this Mm. with God out of the box and seeing him at work through other people, Mm. seeing him draw us to to touch people, the power of a hug and the miracle (gasps) Mm -hmm. of a dream Mm -hmm. and the wonder of God again, as soon as I said that word, I think about that song I think Bethel put it out I'm not sure, but it says may we never lose the wonder may we never lose the wonder Mm -hmm. wide-eyed and mystified Mm. just like a child may I never lose the wonder So friends, if you will hang on and join us again next week, you're going to hear some more God stories um, through Peggy Dobbs.